Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Psalm 42, it's on page 567 if you want to follow it in in your pew Bibles. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night. While people say to me all day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day the Lord directs his love. At night his song is with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
So we're into a series on the Beatitudes, and um, I've got very grateful thanks to Jack, who has put together a fantastic PowerPoint for me. So, um, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Now, as many of you know that I am studying, and boy, I am studying hard at the minute, so you can hear the brain power working. And I often can't work at home because I've got so many children. I have to go and work in the library, so all the Discovery Center. And the other day, as I was walking, musing on the Beatitudes, I, looking in the gutter, found something blue, and it was a five-pound note. Oh, my goodness. Like, I'm pretty good at finding pound coins in lockers, but actually a five-pound note. So I hurriedly looked around Dewey Street to see sort of who had dropped it, thinking there must be somebody who needs this five-pound note. But it was deserted the only time I've seen Dewey Street completely empty. So I then began thinking, what would I do with five pounds? So, you know, what is that? Should I go back and give it to the homeless person that I just walked past? Oh, that's complicated. Do I buy two big issues? Do I get a cup of coffee? <laughs> the Discovery Center, that's my little hideout. Actually, at £2.20, I can get two cups of coffee. So that's becoming quite tempting. So I really wondered what I would do with five pounds. And I'm just asking you the question. So as we think about this beatitude, what would you do with five pounds? Which, of course, leads into what is your passion? What fires you up? What would you actually spend that money on? What is it that feeds your soul, put another way? Maybe you'd, I don't know... <laughs> buy a bike tool, spend it on hot chocolate with your child. Maybe you would do something for the homeless. Maybe you would give it away. If you gave it away, who would you give it away to? So keep that thought turning in your mind as we think about this. And I want us to go there this morning because, again, I was thinking, what exactly do I hunger and thirst for physically I don't hunger or thirst very often at all. We live in a society that there's a coffee shop on every single corner, and we have got more food than we know what to do with. In fact, we should really be rethinking how we eat and how we drink. But actually, when do I really hunger and thirst? So what is your passion? Is it the rugby? Okay, we're going to jump into this passage uh, I love Tom Wright, and I love the way that he makes things really accessible. So in his translation of this, so in his kind of Tom Wright for everybody, he uses his own translation, and he says, wonderful news. It's wonderful news. And also think about Jack's um, sort of marking of this series by saying it's a blueprint. It's a blueprint. It's telling us how to live. Jesus is telling us how to live. So in my mind, the Beatitudes fit together like a jigsaw puzzle. And this is a jigsaw puzzle of how we can understand what God is saying. So quick recap for anyone who hasn't been here for the last few weeks. We start off with wonderful news for the poor in spirit. The kingdom of heaven is yours. So here, we were being asked to be very honest with God. We launched the series by asking, can we be honest with God and admit that we're broken? 
Next one, wonderful news for the mourners, because you are going to be comforted. Wonderful news for the mourners, you will be comforted. On that Sunday, we were challenged to stop fooling ourselves that we are perfect. Wonderful news for the meek, you're going to inherit the earth. So last week, Simon showed us the merit of being sensitive, patient, merciful, and forgiving. And how through serving Christ to those around us, there is a blessing. And today's beatitude is a great partner for being meek. Jesus says, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled. Once we've got our hearts and minds in the place of being fully meek, then it's a time to look at our actions and what drives us. As many of you know, I'm a journalist and uh, I love different ways of, of telling a story. And often I sort of give myself a little test. Like, do I understand the passage well enough to be able to write it out so that I could explain it? Could I explain it to my children? That's why I love the Jesus Storybook Bible. So different translations, the message says, work up a good appetite for God. The New Living says, God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice. They'll be satisfied. So in my version, I look at, I always think of it like this, as a set of keys. I was thinking, how would I explain it to my children? And I worked out that the Beatitudes are a set of spiritual keys that we can unlock the kingdom. So I came up with something like this. These are a set of keys to help unlock spiritual doors in the kingdom. If you want to see how the kingdom works right here, right now, then follow what I'm saying. And if you are hungry and thirsty for everything that is right, then this is how you will be properly full. What is it that we hunger and thirst for? What is it that drives us? I'm going to ask us to think backwards for a minute. Last week, Simon was talking about a horse. So let's put the cart before the horse for a minute and think if we want to be filled, filled with the right things, what is it that we need to do to be filled? So I'm saying earlier, there's so much that drives us that will not fill in the slightest. If we want to be filled, then we have to seek what is right. These are the keys that are going to unlock the doors to calling down heaven right here, right now. What is it that I hunger and thirst for? This is the killer question that I really want you to go there today. Whenever I prepare anything, it's always me that gains. So... I, again, what is it that I hunger and thirst for? Uh, was reminded of a, of a test. What is it that I think about last thing at night and first thing in the morning? Where does my mind go in those kind of silent, blank places? Maybe for me when I'm driving the kids around. What is it that I think about? What's my last thought before I sleep? What's my first thought in the morning? I can... <laughs> go into the gory details afterwards, but let's just say that I had to revise a few of my sort of spiritual disciplines and practices this last week before feeling able to sort of stand up. What is it that I hunger and thirst for? Quick story next. 
So shortly after I found the fiver, <laughs> um, I was sent on a story um, doing the faith reporting for the Sunday program, BBC, down to the food bank. It was harvest time. And um, I turn up looking all smart. Oh, so let me go back. How can I do that? Looking all smart to do um, a, a recording piece, very keen as I am. <laughs> and uh, the first thing that somebody said to me is, have you got a voucher? And I went, oh, no, I'm actually just trying to find my way in. Well, if you just wait, the doors will be open at midday, go around the front. If you just bring your voucher, then that will be absolutely fine. And then I kind of blurted the fact that I was there to do an interview. But I was absolutely humbled by the thought that there was no judgment whatsoever and that I was totally welcome to turn up being exactly who I was needing a voucher for food and drink. So they just didn't assume anything. So this amazing act of hospitality followed where the hungry and the thirsty were fed and given tea and coffee and donuts, not just so that they were full, endless toast, more than full. They were given all of the bread that was left. They were given shoes for their kids. Honestly, the, what the Portsmouth Food Bank was doing, I was blown away by and it was a community that was serving the needs of others and my goodness the people who came there went away full not just full of what they needed but also full, filled with a sense of belonging and community that was born out of a community of Christ nipping to the Psalms for a minute it's just such a powerful psalm. We could talk for hours about Psalm 42, but gosh, do read that tonight. The deer isn't just after a quick slurp of water. The deer is panting for streams of water. Just keep that image. What drives us? What are we really thirsty for? The psalmist goes on to say, My soul thirsts for God. For the living God. My soul thirsts for God. Then this amazing bit that when we are in the desert place and when we are truly hungry and thirsty for God, we also need to turn to him and praise him. This little word, yet. Ian read it so beautifully. Thank you, Ian. And yet, I will praise him. I may be thirsty, I may be hungry. How do I turn to God? I have the discipline of saying, and yet I will praise you. And it's that discipline that makes us turn to God that allows us to be filled. Yet I will praise him. Yet I will put my hope in him. And taking a bit of a gamble here, just possibly there's one verse in the psalm which says, in the night... God's song is with them. So if there's somebody here who needs to know that in the night God's song is with them, then take that psalm home and feed on it. Amos, brilliant little book, chapter 5. Let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. We're not talking about a glass of water we're talking about being deluged, being full with God. So what is it that really drives us? What is it 
that we would spend the fiver on. How do we take this beatitude? How do we take it and allow ourselves to be changed? So I can't resist tweeting. <laughs> um, if I was going to tweet this passage, so we'd just draw it all together, how would I do that? 184 characters I got it down to. Okay, listen up. As we step into what God has in store for us, let's lock on to what is right. This is the key to truly living differently, bringing heaven to earth, even when we're feeling low. For yet I will praise you. This is how we will be properly full. In the words of the confession, we said, please be the one who satisfies and fills us. Please take our gaze off all that hurts us. And as Tom Wright says, try it and see. Just try it and see. I'm going to end with a prayer from Tim Kelly. He's written a brilliant book, which is a psalm every day. It's really amazing. So this was the psalm that, this is the prayer that accompanied Psalm 42. Lord, I praise you for not being a remote, nebulous force, but a living, personal God who can be known. I need your presence to love, to sometimes soften my hard heart, strengthen my fainting heart, and humble my proud heart. Amen. Claire, thank you so much uh, for that wonderful sermon. Let's just be quiet for a second. As we reflect on God's words to us, as we think about uh, what it means to be hungry and thirsty, as we think about what it, what our passions are, what we think of last thing at night, first thing in the morning, as we remember that great prayer of St. Augustine. Lord, our hearts are restless till they find their rest in you. Lord, we thank you so much that you have created us to hunger and thirst for you and your ways. Thank you that that is part of what it means to be human in a world of sin and a world of beauty. Thank you, Lord, for your promise that we will be filled when we seek you and your ways. Lord, we pray for each other. And we pray that you would answer our deepest yearnings and prayers that we would see you 
that we would have the courage to seek you. And that, Lord, we would never look to be filled, look to be rewarded, look to be satisfied with anything that is not based and founded in your love and your grace. We do thank you, Lord, for the good things of the earth, for the many things that we enjoy. We remember that you are the giver and we pray for each other that we would be generous and gracious and loving with all that you have given us, that we would not sit by full and smug while others starve. Lord, we thank you and we pray that you would mark us out as a church that has a righteous and a raging hunger for you and your ways. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen.